1: For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today.
2: You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick.
0: On this episode of the Heat Check... We got an interview, we got an interview, a very special one, with Kevin Ray, the voice of the Phoenix Suns. We did this on BetMGM Tonight with my co-hosts Ryan Horvath and PJ Glasser. As always, Kevin has a ton of insight into what's happening with the Suns. They're a very intriguing team, so we make sure to get the details on what's going on with those Phoenix Suns. Come on, Nick, my man, drop that beat. I'm going to hit you with the question that I think most people need to know, and I need you to give me the inside dope. What is going on with this Jay Crowder saga? Because there's conflicting (laughs) reports. On one side, I hear it's stemming from the fact that Cam Johnson took his job. Another report stemming about money. But then Jay Crowder comes out, said that's not true. And it's very unusual for a player that's requesting a trade to not be even allowed to be with the team or not be with them period.
2: Yeah, look, I I don't know how much more insight I can shed on it other than basically it was kind of agreed upon that it was best interest of both parties to not be a part of the, the team. I mean, look, if, if you're, you know, if you're not planning on playing coming to the practice facility, doing those type of things, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And yes, there have been a variety of reports. The the, the two main ones, as you pointed out, Trista, were the starting position being taken. There were some other reports, I think, that suggested that not only would you not be starting, but, you know, you wouldn't be playing in the fourth quarter. I think that's just somebody trying to, you know, for, for clickbait. But look, at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that most conflicts and issues between player and organization always comes down to one thing. And that is money. I mean, I, I think it's as simple as Jay was wanting and hopeful of, of getting an extension, and it didn't materialize. There were the few other guys around the league that did get extensions. And, you know, the Suns were just in a position based on his productivity, his age, and clearly where this team was financially at the moment, then and now, that it just didn't make sense. And I think it's, it's, just as as simple as that and you know finger pointing but really the the line in the sand and and let me say this i'm I'm a huge jay crowder fan love bossman 99 he was a big part of helping turn this team around but you know you also have to respect and acknowledge kind of where you're at in the pecking order you know in the team and organizational structure and i think that there's the disconnect right there and when you look elsewhere around the league, and I think this is what has so many people puzzled because Jay's a pretty sharp guy, you're not going to go anywhere else and A, be guaranteed a starting position, much less at his age and productivity level being guaranteed an extension. So it's unfortunate that it came to this. The line in the draw, line in the sand was really kind of drawn by Jay, and the Suns kind of took the tact of like, okay, well... That's where we're at.
0: It's kind of weird, though, just following up, because now you've got Cam Johnson who's out for a couple of months, which you mm-hmm. would think maybe that opened things up for a new dialogue, right? Especially considering that you've got other older guys like P.J. Tucker getting you know, valuable as they get older. Like, Where are we at in terms of, like, do you think that he could come back into the fold? Is it more close that he's going to be traded sometime soon to a contender like the Bucs or the Heat?
2: Yeah, you know... I had said about a week before the season started that I felt like that there was a chance that you know Jay could be back with the team. And I know his teammates loved him, still love him, but I just felt like now that we're a few weeks into the season that it, it does really feel as though that door has closed. Mm-hmm. And and again, because the line in the sand was was really kind of drawn by you know, Jay initially, and then there were some cryptic tweets that left people kind of scratching their head. And uh, I think the team just feels like you know they're better served maybe leaving well enough alone. And right now, you, you know, you look at the the trade market, and the Suns clearly have not been wowed by what they're looking for for Jay. And so it's it's a really Unique and, and uh, as you said, odd situation.
3: Why do you think <laughs> Portland has given Phoenix so much trouble here in the early parts of the season? And since you've seen the Blazers so much, do you think that this young nucleus that they have, they're building something nice in Portland right now?
2: Well, the two games were so completely different. The first game was, you know, look, Dame was back and, and healthy. Uh, he, he brought out the flamethrower that night. Anthony Simons, though, has really shown and proven why they gave him the extension. I've always enjoyed watching this kid. He's got a ton of talent and so their their guys were making, you know, making great plays. Uh, it was a game the Suns could have and, and should have won. They didn't. The second game was the real head scratcher because Dame not only didn't play in that game and it was a back-to-back situation there in Phoenix. They played them on a Friday night and then played them on a Saturday night. But Dame didn't play and Simons didn't play and I think it was, you know, an instance, A, that the Suns were playing without, you know, the first game without Cam Johnson. But I think it was clearly a situation where they kind of looked down there on the other end of the floor and like, "Eh, we should be good. So they didn't come, you know, they didn't step on the floor with the the requisite respect and energy that you've got to. And Chauncey Billups, to his credit, I think he's done a terrific job at laying the foundation there. The guys that he plugged in that night, they all played the best that they could play. And so I don't know that they're, that the, the Blazers have, you know, unlocked some secret code on how to take down the Suns, but you tip your cap to them. Uh, they got two wins. The, the third game, the Suns handled their business, you know, accordingly. But I like what Chauncey has done there. He's clearly more comfortable in a second year as the head coach. Big fan of him. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that this team has a chance to continue to make some noise throughout the course of the season.
3: eBay Motors is here for the ride.
0: really quickly just don't mean to flip back to the nba but there has been some interesting games that i've watched you guys play the interesting one in this baseball series thing is sort of new for me and i'm sure new for you but you've played the timberwolves twice as well um from what you can see you know and you've got a really close look what's happening with you know this offense and defense we have only about 2 minutes that makes them just really not a very good team right now but you know, offensively, it feels like they were very stagnant, and I I really noticed that in the games that they played against the Suns. And I know, obviously, Phoenix has a really elite perimeter defense.
2: Yeah, it's we we played them last night, and and you're right, Trista, having seen them a second time now. And my partner Eddie Johnson pointed this out as well. But right now, it just Feels like there are more individuals on that team than there is a a team collective effort. And Chris Finch, their head coach, even used a a word as to why this offense is bogging down, and it's called. He, he said sticky, and and by that he means the ball is sticking. And and right now it feels like there's this kind of underlying tug of war between you know the young talented ant. Is it Cat's team? Is it Delo trying to take control, get his shots, and then you fit in this. non-offensive piece in Rudy Gobert, and right now it's it's extremely clunky, and they're going to have to get on the same page, and I think those offensive issues, that starting five has the worst offensive rating in the league. We had that stat last night, and and leading up to it just blew me away. I knew they were struggling, but I didn't realize it was to that degree. And they're letting the offensive issues compound on the defensive end of the floor. And, and until they get that shored up, it's going to be a struggle. They're going to have to come together as a team and decide we're going to do it together.
0: Yeah, it was weird because even Devin Booker was chirping a little bit and said, yeah, we share the ball over here. That was really unique. Obviously, other teams are starting to notice. Opposing teams are starting to notice, too, yeah?
2: Absolutely. And look, you know, Book is tight with Cat and with D'Lo, so those guys always have running dialogue, and Book is one of the great under-the-radar smack talkers. He doesn't say it, you know, loud. He's not super emotional about it, but you talk to any of the guys around the NBA, and he, he's in the top five smack talkers. That was part of it, but part of, you know, what he said rings true, uh, yeah. and, and I think it it hit home and maybe struck a nerve with some of those guys.
0: That's all that time that we have for the bonus episode. Check back Monday for an all-new full episode. And do not forget, we're dropping bonus content all week long. Bed MGM Tonight airs Monday through Friday, live from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's available on demand on the Odyssey app and in podcast form, wherever you find your podcast. Thank you to my co-hosts, Ryan Horvath and PJ glasser and my producer cameron gray special thanks to kevin ray and of course as always my producer nick berlansky please follow us on the heat check i'm gonna say it again follow us follow the heat check subscribe download please tell your friends it makes a difference to me follow us on social at this heat check and at trista crick on tiktok on instagram on ig because the heat check never stops